Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am so sorry that, actually I'm not sorry, but I, it is very unfortunate that I didn't bring out a podcast episode last week. I ended up getting sick, so Thursday I wasn't feeling too well and then Friday I was really not feeling well and I ended up sleeping for 12 hours on Friday night and then I ended up pushing myself a little bit too much and I came home from work two hours after I got there on Monday um, but I'm feeling much better now so I'm recording and I had two podcast episodes ready to record when I got sick so it was just really unfortunate but we are back. I had a lot of tea, a lot, a lot of tea. Um, I'm trying to think of what was in it. It's a tea that I take for when I'm sick or when I'm getting sick. Um, I know it's got thyme in it, licorice, calendula, um, that's all I can think of right now. I'm sure there's some lavender in there. Anyway, um, if anyone is interested, then I can. Do you know what? I will do an episode, actually, about recovering from getting sick because it's inevitable for for us as humans. We will get sick at some point, hopefully not too often. And I'm actually recording this on the night, well, the day, the evening of, the full moon in Leo, the first full moon of the of the year, so utilize that. Really use Leo's energy. Be confident, put yourself out there. Really embrace your big energy and your authenticity. Don't be afraid to take up space, that is my advice. And today I want to talk about how to feel beautiful when you have convinced yourself you're not. This is a very dear topic to my heart because this is something that I really, really struggled with. I was going to say when I was younger, not even when I was that much younger, even just a few years ago. I used to struggle with this so, so badly and I would cry about the way I looked. I'd feel uncomfortable around attractive people, especially men. And it affected my romantic relationships, particularly the relationship I'm in now and we've been together for nearly six years so we've been together for a long time and it was a it was quite a long time ago where it would really affect our relationship not to the point where it was a gonna be a deal breaker for him but it really put a wedge between us um in my own head I put that wedge between us it was really hard to allow myself to be myself because I had this barrier up because I was so insecure and I wouldn't meet his friends because I didn't want them to see me as ugly and for it to reflect badly on him. And that is just one example. There's very many examples of where he has had to console me, but we're not going to go into that. <laughs> and also, it affected even friendships. So not only did I not go to social events and do social things so that affected my ability to even make friends but I got uninvited to a birthday meal I think I was 16 because I didn't want to have my photo taken I was like I can take the photo of the rest of you and she's like no you either have to have your photo taken or don't come so I stood my ground and I said no I'm not coming then and I'm actually glad that I that I did stand my ground. Now, was it for the best reason? No, but I'm glad that I 
didn't let somebody manipulate me into doing that when really that friend should have supported me but bear in mind I was 16 we were 16 um and also my this thing about not feeling beautiful and feeling ugly it stopped me from you from using social media so I always always for a really long time since I was probably 11 or 12 I wanted to start a YouTube channel but I didn't because I didn't think I was beautiful enough so it was unacceptable for me too like if I didn't look a certain way then I just I'm not allowed to do certain things which is ridiculous it's not true and I know a lot of us have struggled with this issue at some point in our lives and a lot of us still do on a daily basis it's something that affects daily life like how many women do you know and even yourself maybe that are unable to leave the house without wearing any kind without wearing any makeup and you know some women don't let their partner see them without makeup and I'm sure for a lot of us we have stopped living life over the fear of how we look like how many events have you missed out on because you cared so much about the way you looked when this feeling of not being beautiful enough or being perceived as beautiful or feeling ugly when it has that much of an impact on your life where you just don't do things that otherwise you want to do it's a problem and it's sad and I'm not blaming you absolutely not but it's something that we definitely need to overcome because honestly it is all about self-worth it comes down to self-worth because if you felt worthy of feeling beautiful you wouldn't feel ugly even if you didn't believe that you fit into society's beauty standards you would still feel beautiful because you can recognize that your beauty is outside the realm of what is promoted in the media so beauty standards that's just one very very small idea of what's beautiful and not many of us fit into that and it doesn't mean you're not beautiful I mean there are comedians who are ugly and I don't like using that word but by society standards but they're confident in themselves because it's a state of mind it's internal and it is not external and comedians make jokes about it and Can that come from a place of insecurity? Yes, sometimes, but it can also come from a place of confidence. And confidence is beautiful, honestly. Confidence makes everybody a 10 out of 10, in my eyes, honestly. Your energy really does influence how people view you physically. Just think about it. How many people, or how many situations, or just think of one situation where there's someone who is physically attractive to you and they do something or they act a certain way that just repulses you so you can't even look at them in that positive light anymore you know so it isn't just external and it influences influences how you see yourself physically as well because the more you love yourself as a person the more likely and you are much much more likely to love your physical self too. Now, I'm at the point where it doesn't matter what I look like. 
I will always love the way I look because this is my body and my face and I love the way I look. So it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Your opinion is the most important opinion. There is this motivational speaker called John O. Lancaster and he has got Treacher Collins syndrome and he was abandoned by his parents because of the way he looked and he was really heavily bullied when he was younger for the way he looked as well but he learned to love his face and now he is a motivational speaker and I absolutely love him I find him very very inspiring and I really suggest that you check him out you listen to some of his speeches and interviews because honestly he can completely change the way you see yourself and he is someone who does not fit the conventional beauty standards but it really doesn't matter to him now. And when you look at him and when you appreciate the kind of person he is, you really don't see it anymore. And he is an attractive guy, really. I mean, just just look at his stuff, you will understand. And you deserve to feel beautiful and confident in yourself, truly. Honestly, there is nothing you could have done that makes you not deserving of this. Even if you've insulted others' looks before or made somebody else feel ugly, recognize that that is just a projection because you didn't feel beautiful yourself. So you projected that onto somebody else to make you feel better. And if you wouldn't do that again, then learn to forgive yourself and learn from it because we've all done things that we're not proud of and it doesn't mean that you should be punished and condemn yourself forever for that. You have to learn to move past things and recognize, okay, that was not my finest hour and I can feel sorry about that, but it doesn't mean you're that same person. I heard this quote that if you are still beating yourself up about something that you wouldn't do now, you're condemning an innocent person because we do grow and we're not the same people that we were even one year ago in in some of our cases. But five years ago, I mean, think about who you were five years ago. It's likely that you will possibly cringe about some things that you did, but that's a good thing because it means that you have grown from that. So you need to work on your self-worth and figuring out where that idea first came from because we are not born believing we're ugly that is just not a thought that comes to our minds and it, the same goes for believing somebody else is ugly for that matter we are taught that we are not worthy of feeling beautiful and it's important to try to think of where that idea first came from so you can really break it down and just think back to your past is it somebody in your life who made you feel not beautiful was it overly harsh parents or siblings honestly just being siblings? Did you have an abusive partner or just a toxic partner or toxic friends? I had this experience with a toxic friend and I'm going to hold my hands up. I was toxic at times as well when I was a teenager and when I was younger. But this particular friend, we were having a sleepover at my house and she was staying over and she was on FaceTime to this guy that she knew and we were 16 at the time and for some reason she used to love to tell people that I was a virgin at 16 for some for some reason that was a very interesting story for her to tell people 
and he wanted to see a picture of me and I told her no just I, I don't want to I don't want to send the picture and bear in mind I was very insecure at this point and she kept pushing me until I'm until I said fine send it and she had the phone on speaker all all uh, evening when she was on the on the phone to this guy or FaceTime or whatever it was um, until she sent the picture and then she took and then she took it off speaker and she told me like look if he says anything that's just the way he is and I told her to put it back on speaker and she said no but I heard it anyway that he called me ugly and I cried myself to sleep that night and then the next morning she was admiring herself in the mirror t saying to me don't I look so cute so she knew what she was doing and another experience I had with this friend is that we were out and a guy winked at her and she was like, oh look, a guy winked at me, no guys are winking at you. Oh, so, you know, that, you know, that was not a, a perfect friendship um, on my part as well. But that played a really big part in the way that I was feeling because I was already self-conscious and then for that to be confirmed and then for it to be rubbed in my face that I didn't get male attention because often when we're younger we do crave that male validation so yes that's something I've experienced myself um essentially being told outright and I'm sure that other people have had similar experiences but not everybody has is it society's opinion that has made you feel insecure about the way you look and external validation you know craving external validation rather than saying look I like the way I look and it doesn't matter what other people think do you need other people to think that you're beautiful so does society make you feel unworthy of feeling beautiful and look before you decide to listen to society's opinion on whether you should feel beautiful or not think about public opinion on other topics politics environmental issues health the economy uh, crime and justice how many opinions does society hold that you absolutely wholeheartedly disagree with you are going to listen to that society about how you should feel about your own beauty no okay out of all of society's opinions and general views this is the one that you're going to agree with and go along with just think about that for a minute you are going to disagree with so many other opinions but this is the one that you're going to take on board and the thing about society's beauty standards is that very few people are allowed and I say it like allowed like in quotations to be called beautiful in this society because of harsh beauty standards and it's very elitist not only that but there is a pressure to be beautiful and this is expected of women and look I'm aware of pretty privilege and how society acts towards people that are conventionally attractive but we live in a, in a shallow society honestly looks and wealth and status are very highly valued but those things are not really very important when it comes to judging a person and a person's character and there is more inclusivity nowadays I'm not going to to deny that but there are people who are get who are against that people who don't want people who look differently than this small scope of what is considered 
beautiful to be allowed to be called beautiful. And again, that's society's opinion. And I've already told you what, what, I'm not saying what you should think, but have a bit of discernment when you're take, when you're listening to the opinion of the society that you live in. And honestly, beauty standards are not real. Now look, I know that beauty, beauty standards are real, but at the end of the day, they're an opinion. They're not fact and they're always changing. Like look throughout history and different parts of the world. There's been so many different beauty standards. Just currently, like look at Japan's beauty standards compared to uh, Mexico's or Brazil's. Brazil's a good example. Like look at the women in Carnival in Brazil compared to women who are considered beautiful in Japan. They are worlds apart. And also just throughout history, it's always changing. Like, look, just 10 years ago, society's beauty standards were so different from what they are now in the same place. And I actually asked my mum if it was harder to fit into beauty standards now than it was when she was younger, like in the 80s. And she said now, for sure. Not only is it harder, but that um, box that you need to fit into to be considered beautiful has become smaller as well. And she actually told me about this as well. So she was telling me that she heard on the news that bum crack length is now a new beauty standard to the point where I had to ask her like, what's meant to be considered good long or short? Because it's just, they're coming up with new insecurities that we didn't even know existed. So how wild is that? It's Oh, it is so toxic. I cannot. Oh. See, I, I don't even know what to say. It's just, it, it baffles me how they even come up with this. It's I just don't understand it, to be honest. But the thing about beauty standards as well is that they are much harsher for women than they are for men. And beauty standards are actually set by men as well. And where's my proof, you may ask? If you speak to a woman or look at women's opinions on the internet, their opinions of beauty don't often line up with the male opinion of beauty. They are more broad and less judgmental and more supportive, unless the woman or women that you're listening to or ask are insecure and projecting and striving for male, for male attention, thus valuing men's opinions over women's and you know, holding fear that they will not be considered attractive if they don't fit inside this box of what the beauty standards are. Um, but generally, um, women have a broader view. So it's not that women disagree completely with the beauty standards and say, yeah, no, that's not beautiful. I mean, I guess some of them, because we all have our own opinions, but that is also what women find att attractive as well as all of these other things. And male, male validation is something that we're taught by society and the fact that we should strive for male validation and that stems from low self-esteem and low self-worth because that means you're placing the opinions of men above those of women because remember what I was saying, women have a much broader view of what's attractive compared to men. And we are living in a men's world. Um, that's just something that is our reality. But don't 
don't accept that too much. Like, don't think too deeply about that because if you really go into that, then you're going to find all of these things and you don't, you don't want to be a, in the victim mindset. But it's good to also recognize these things without really going down a rabbit hole. I mean, do your research, but don't look for things to fit that um, narrative because it, it can be a very slippery slope and we do not want to be in a victim mentality. And honestly, there is a large community of women who are fighting back against needing male validation and beauty standards set by men. Women who value their own opinion over anyone else's, even other women's, and don't allow others to make them feel less than. Now, these are the women and the people in general that you need to be surrounding yourself with because there is going to be a lot of society's opinions. It's all over in the media. I mean, wherever you look, there's going to be the beauty standard thrown in your face. But the more that you can surround yourself with people who have broader scopes of attractiveness, the better, because it can make you feel better. Now, I know I said your opinion is the most important, and it is, but don't forget we are social creatures and we are going to pick up things even subconsciously from other people and who we surround ourselves with is so, so important. And honestly, stop comparing yourself to others. Just stop it. It's not helpful because we are all different and it is one of the most, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard and it made me feel really, really good because uh, I heard that a flower is beautiful and so are Christmas lights, yet they look completely different. And I just never thought about it from that, you know, in that way before. Someone else's beauty does not take away from your own. You have never looked at someone and thought, mm, I don't think you're as attractive because so-and-so looks this way. I'm sure you've never thought that. Embrace the way you look. Though this girl on, or it, there is this girl on TikTok who I saw, who would do her makeup to accentuate her closer set eyes and her wide mouth when it's something she used to be insecure about because people would tell her and now it's something she really embraces and I love that. And the people who love your traits and think you are absolutely gorgeous as you are, they're still out there. Just because what you look like and your traits are not promoted in the media, it doesn't mean that you're not beautiful to someone. Just because a new set of beauty standards come out, it doesn't mean everyone throws away their opinions of what they find attractive just because they want to follow a particular magazine or society's opinion. And look, everybody has their own insecurities. If you think that there's all these beautiful women who it's like, oh, they have nothing to worry about, they have insecurities too. They don't always feel beautiful. Just because you look a certain way does not mean that you're going to be confident. And it's like I was saying before, it's a very internal thing. It's how you feel on the inside. It's not about how you look externally. Models have insecurities. And Margot Robbie said, has said that she doesn't feel beautiful. It is a state of mind. You think you'd be happier if you look different, but that's because generally we want what we don't have. You know, like, if you have straight hair, it's like, oh, I wish I had curly hair. If you have curly hair, you wish you had straight hair. It's just the way it is sometimes. 
But don't also don't forget that media, social media and Photoshop and plastic surgery exist. And it's not real. I mean, plastic surgery, that I guess that does make someone, they do really look like that now, but it's not how they would, how they looked before. And, but um, the Photoshop doesn't exist. You know, that's not real in real life. So what you're comparing yourself to from what you see online, it doesn't even exist. And there's a YouTuber called Stephanie Lange and she does these videos exposing, not really exposing, but she shows, um, she shows pictures of celebrities and Instagram models just in the wild, I guess you could say, you know, like just candid, candid shots. And it's what they actually look like. And is it this tiny waist and big hips that you see in the pictures that they post and the absolutely flawless, clear skin? No, it's not. And that doesn't mean that they're not beautiful or any less beautiful. It just means that all these perfectly put together pictures that you see, it's not reality. So you're, com like I said, you're comparing yourself to something that isn't real. Now, this seems maybe a little bit, um, it, it goes a little bit against what I was just saying, but look at pictures of people with your traits. So I guess do compare yourself to other people in a sense, because if you can see that beauty in somebody else, it's easier to see it in yourself. So if you have like a Roman nose, look at people who you find attractive with a Roman nose, who are really carrying that well. Or if there's a certain, if you have a certain body type that you just, you don't like, look at people with that body type and you can appreciate it in others and that you can start to see it in yourself and don't say, oh, well, they carry it well and I don't. Stop with the self-talk <laughs> because it's not helpful. Really try to appreciate yourself and it's easier to see it externally first and then to see it in yourself. I hope that makes sense. But honestly, if you just, if you carry on with the self-talk, you are feeding into your insecurity. So please just try affirmations. I really love affirmations because I'm, do you know what? I'm going to go into it a bit later anyway, so stay tuned for that. But look, oh, my last, this last thing on this topic is look at old photos of yourself because we're less critical of our past selves than we are of our current selves. Like when you look at a picture of your past self a few years ago, you think, what was I worrying about? Like, you know, like if you thought like something that I'd worry about is, you know, there was a time period or like, a, you know, I say a time period. It's been an ongoing thing of um, self-esteem issues around my body and my idea of, I, you know, to feel beautiful, I had to be like a stick. I had to be very, very thin. And I look at pictures and it's like, oh my God, I was thin then. Like, what was I worrying about? When I know that in that time, I felt like I was, you know, I was in a body that I really did not like, a body that I didn't feel comfortable in. But when I look at a picture a few years later, it's like, did I have anything to worry about? Not really. I can appreciate that beauty now. And think about her. Think about your past self. 
think about how she was feeling and how much you can appreciate your past self that past self then would do you really want to call her ugly do you because you know who she was and she's not you anymore not really because you've grown since then do you want to call her ugly knowing how she felt and I know we've called ourselves it you know many of us have called ourselves ugly you know presently but when you think about your past self as a different person it makes it much more difficult so treat yourself with the same respect and with the same love so these I'm gonna give you some tips to really start to bring your confidence up so the first thing is to wear things that make you feel confident and make you feel yourself and really and make you feel like you can express yourself because when often when we don't wear clothes that make us feel confident if you're wearing like your sweats and hoodies you're not going to feel your best self but if you put on clothes that you love and make you feel yourself and confident that's going to make you feel confident even though you are the same person but clothes have that power really express yourself because we are all different and we have different ways that we want to express ourselves and there's ways of making you look more attractive to you because we like I was saying we all have our own opinions of what is attractive wear things that make you feel that you think are attractive you know like it's like your clothes your jewelry makeup hair colors your hairstyle and not just because something is trendy again forget what society thinks you are unique nobody has the same taste as you so embrace that and sometimes if you're just wearing what's trending you don't feel like yourself and sometimes if we just wear what's trending it's because we want to hide we don't want to stick out but if you hide you're not able to be that big personality remember it's the leo full moon really express that even if it's if you're listening to this years or months down the line and it's not a leo full moon or leo season still embrace that it's a really incredible energy really be yourself be your big bright self i used to wear all black just jeans and hoodies to not stand out so i get it and but when i started wearing clothes that i love in styles that i love and i love bright colors now it really makes me feel like me and i really appreciate myself more for that and the more that you wear clothes that really express you the more confidence you have in yourself like yeah i didn't feel like i could but now that i am it's given me a newfound self sense of confidence because i'm able to do this thing that made me push myself out of my comfort zone so then it makes you push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit more and that's how growth happens and when you express yourself physically in the way that you want to you will you will attract people who are like you because if you hide your people can't find you and no appearance is not everything but if you're expressing yourself through your personal style then people who also appreciate that style are automatically going to be more drawn to you and if you don't know what your personal style is if you're just completely lost because if you were like me and you would just wear all black or if you're wearing just trendy things just because it's trending so you don't really know what your style is go on pinterest i love pinterest and look for inspiration and create a pinterest board and save everything that you like 
And yes, it can be overwhelming. If you just have a, a wardrobe full of things that are not you, then it can be overwhelming to try to bring in an entire new wardrobe. So slowly shift your style because it can also be overwhelming completely changing your style and doing a 180. So just start incorporating, incorporating little things like um, colours, like slowly add colour if that's something that you're into or different cuts of shirts or jeans or different shoes. You know, you don't have to change everything all at once. And when you slowly shift, then your wardrobe, before you know it, your wardrobe will be full of things that you love. Now the next thing, and I love pairing this with clothes that I love wearing as well, is music. We all have those songs that bring out our confident side and that make us feel like a complete badass. Make a playlist and play it every day, especially when you're feeling bad about yourself or when you're out and you feel like eyes are on you and it's making you insecure and you want to hide away, put that playlist on and listen to that music that really makes you feel confident and makes you feel like you. And if you don't know what music makes you feel confident, there's loads of playlists. Pick and choose the songs that you like and create your own. Because again, like clothes, we all have our different music that we enjoy and you'll find songs, but I'm sure, I can almost guarantee you will have at least one song that really makes you feel confident. And health. This is actually a really, really big one because health, when you feel healthy, you feel attractive or more attractive. I have never in my life seen somebody get healthier who looks less attractive than they did before. Now, it is biology and evolution to view health as attractive. I don't even need to dive into that. You can already you can pick up what I'm putting down because we look for the fittest mate or the fittest sexual partner and when you look after your skin you are glowing when you look after your hair with with oils and hair care products your hair is shiny and lustrous when you look after your body through exercise and eating well that just makes you glow from the inside out. And honestly, when I eat well, I physically see something different in the mirror. So if I've been eating junk one day, I can see myself in a completely different way than when I'm eating a healthy meal the next day, even though my body hasn't changed because it, your body doesn't change over the course of a day. It's, it's really, it's a weird mental thing. I mean, I guess it's not weird, it makes sense. But honestly, when you eat well, you feel well. And it's anti-inflammatory as well. So it helps with your skin, um, acne. It just helps with everything, honestly. Water as well, glowing skin, more energy. Exercise, that makes you feel confident on yourself and your abilities because it's mentally hard. So you feel more confident in your abilities and then you feel more confident in yourself. And it's kind of similar to when you eat well. You see yourself in a different light. Same when you exercise, you see yourself in a different light physically. Now the next one, this might be really uncomfortable, but spend time naked and without makeup and without your hair done, just completely on your natural form and look in the mirror to normalize the way that you look. If you never see yourself without makeup, you it won't look as normal to you. 
and just spend time with your body. If you never look at it, it will seem foreign to you, but the more time you spend naked, the more confident you will become. Now, if this is just way, way, way too far for you, start small. If you're always wearing baggy clothes when you see yourself, wear something a little bit more form-fitting or just look at yourself in your underwear. You don't have to go from a zero to a hundred. And it's like foreign situations. It feels uncomfortable at first, but the more you find yourself in that situation, the more familiar it becomes and the more comfortable it feels and the more normal it becomes. And it helps you accept your body. And honestly, I just love spending time naked anyway. If it was an option, I'd be naked all the time. Just, <laughs> I just, oh, it's it's very me. You know how some people feel confident uh, when they're covered and modest? I feel confident naked, even just by myself. I adore it. Did I always? Um, I don't think I really thought about it, but it can shift, your mindset can shift, even if you can't even fathom spending any amount of time naked, doing this, it might change your mind, you might, you might see yourself differently, or you might see things differently, but it does, spending time naked, it does help you accept your body, which leads me into my next point, which is acceptance, even if you don't love your body yet, and I say yet, because if you want to, love your body and your face and yourself as you are, it will happen. And even if you don't love your body yet, learn to accept the body. This is the body that you have and this is the face that you have. And yes, you can change your body and your face with diet and exercise um, because you can change your weight or your body composition. Uh, you can't change your bone structure. You can't change your face unless you have plastic surgery. And look, I'm not against plastic surgery, but I certainly don't promote it. The thing about surgery is that it doesn't address the cause of why you are unhappy with yourself. Remember, it's how you feel about yourself. And if you just accept, okay, this is my body, it's, it's the one I'm going to have now and it's the one I'm going to have until the day I die or until this body dies, it can help you just be able to get along with it. Be civil with your body, if anything. Just be civil. You don't even have to be friends yet. You know, just don't even tolerate each other. I don't even like to use the word tolerate, but, you know, just be with each other. You're always going to be there together. And have gratitude for your body. You know, self-talk and affirmations. I love this. It's so powerful. Have gratitude for your body because... This, you know, this is all about acceptance. Your body allows you to give hugs. Your legs allow you to walk and run and dance and frolic. And your body allows you to smile at people. Your teeth allow you to eat delicious food. Your nose allows you to breathe fresh air and smell flowers. Your eyes allow you to look at people lovingly and look at art. And your face allows you to express how you feel without saying a single thing. Oh, I love this. How many times have you made somebody laugh, or vice versa, because you've given them a look? And they just know what you're thinking. <laughs> I love that. It's so human. It's such a human experience. Your face did that without your words. And that is beautiful. That is a beautiful thing. And we underappreciate these small things. 
Think about a world where that wasn't a thing, where you couldn't just give someone a look and they know and you make them laugh or they make you laugh because they've given you a look. It's one of my favourite things. It's a very human thing, I feel, and I, I adore that. But it's like all these little things that we don't appreciate and we take for granted. And your body gives you life on this planet. If you did not have your body, you would not be able to have these experiences. And this is why we come to Earth, to have these experiences. And it is such a unique experience being on this planet. If anybody is a Dolores Cannon fan, hello, me too, but she has said that there is a waiting list to come onto Earth because it's, there's just so much opportunity for growth. So the fact that you're here, appreciate that. And like I was saying, your body is giving you that ability. It's a physical world, so you're going to have this physical form. And I've also heard that when you chose um, your body on your life before you came to earth, if this is something that you believe in, it's that, you know, I've heard that you found yourself attractive before you were in this body because you're not going to have this body forever. Even if you think this is your only chance, your only life and you're going to live and die, again, it's still, it's, you're not going to have this body forever. Once you're gone, your body will decay and that's that. So appreciate it while you're here and while it's here. And your face and your body, your entire physical being is a result of generations of people who loved each other. Even if not all the, all the generations loved each other, a lot of them will have. And your face is a version of your ancestors. And I feel like that is just so beautiful. And I'm sure that if you saw pictures, if that was possible, but if you could see your ancestors going back, you would look like a spitting image of at least one of them because that happens, right? You see a picture of somebody as a child or somebody else's child compared to the parent or the grandparent when they were the same age and they look almost exactly the same. I'm sure that happened years down the line and that's, I think that's a wonderful thing. And remember, you are more than your outer appearance and putting too much value on your outer appearance is putting beauty on a pedestal and your looks do not determine your value or your worth. And honestly, beauty can outshine your more important qualities and achievements. What do you want to be remembered for? The things you put blood, sweat and tears into that you are passionate about? Something you've done for yourself? Or something that you have little to no control over? Something that you didn't work for but was just given to you? Um... There is an actress, I don't know if it's Hedy or Hedy Lamar. She was an actress, but she was also a technology inventor without even having a background in science or technology. And she created this frequency hopping technology, which I can't really explain to be honest. And this was in the 40s. And this allowed us to have Wi-Fi and GPS and Bluetooth today. And she wasn't even recognised until the 90s and she got no money for it. And she said the brains of people are more interesting than the looks. And she can say that. She is somebody who can absolutely say that because she is somebody who didn't get recognition for her brains. And 
I'm assuming that she found her brains more interesting than her looks. Audrey Hepburn. We all know Audrey Hepburn, right? As an actress, but she is very well known for her beauty. She worked with the Dutch resistance to help hide Jews during World War II and raised money to help them through dancing. She risked her life for others, yet she's best known for her, for her acting, which yes, she was very good at, but her looks. I know what I think is more important. And honestly, looks fade by society standards. You are still young when society deems you as no longer the most attractive you'll ever be because it is very very young the beauty standards that we have so but by the time you're in your 30s and 40s you are past your what they consider your peak or what society considers the peak so you're still young so honestly i it just gets me worked up when i think about society and society's beauty standards but anyway uh, you will not look the same your entire lifetime. You won't. You will be forever changing. And it's important to learn and accept your body and face, no matter what. And that will help you go so far with your self-confidence and how you go through life and how you carry yourself. Because if you can walk into any room and feel confident in your body, no matter what you look like, you are winning. And you are more confident than the vast, vast majority of people. And I actually wanted to, and it just happened that I am doing a podcast when I'm not at my peak attractiveness. I've got a little bit of acne because my period's coming and my hair needs a little bit of a wash and I've been sick, so I'm not my most glowy self. But I still feel just as beautiful as when I am the most dressed up and ready to go. And that is a superpower. I really truly think that because like I said, if you have that, you are more confident than almost anybody. And I really, really, and I, I say this every episode, but I hope, I really hope that this really gave you some value because it is really important to me because I truly know how it feels to feel not even just less than beautiful but ugly and just completely just when you just completely do not like the way you look and it affects every day your everyday life and it affects everything and it's all you can think about when you go out or when somebody's there or when you're with your partner or even when you're on your own so I really hope that soon you are as confident as you wish to be because you deserve that. Honestly, everybody deserves to feel beautiful no matter what anybody says and I truly, truly mean that and you are beautiful as you are and it doesn't mean that you don't want that it's not okay to improve yourself or want to improve yourself through, you know, wanting to do a bit more skincare or wanting to change your body a little bit through exercise. But feeling beautiful where you're at, no matter what, is so important. And I hope you can gain that at some point. So 
take care of yourself and be kind to yourself and I hope to see you in the next episode which is a little bit similar to this one so I really do suggest you stick around and wait for that one because that one has a lot of value in as well. So take care and I really hope to see you in the next one.